My name is Shag, and when I was younger, my mum would make two meals for dinner. One for the family, and one for me, minus all the things I refused to eat. I'm now 35, and like millions of adults around the world, I still carry these food aversions with me to every single meal. So, with the help of my childhood friend Peach, aka the Bush Tucker Man, I'm going to conquer these common food fears one by one. This is Fussy Eater. Welcome back to Fussy Eater, the show in which I attempt to get over my food aversions one by one with the help of my co-host Peach. Peach, how you doing? It's your boy. Now, it's been a pretty eventful podcast so far. <laughs> Started off with a frittata cooked by my girlfriend, which I was able I to get through. I liked that. That was really yum. Moved on to six olives that uh, we brought in last week that I managed to get through. And Peach, I wanted to say, mm. after that episode, I then went to a party. Oh, and yes. They had olives on the table and I ate one of the olives. Was it the yummiest olive in the world? It was disgusting, but, <laughs> but I was able to do it. So I, you know, like that's the thing. That's the thing. Fussy eater, it's not going to happen overnight, but it will happen. So what I wanted to talk about before we get into today's episode, the guest and the food I'm going to have to mm. eat a little bit later on, is a text you sent me recently about Ed Sheeran. Mm. Now, I, I don't really know who Ed Sheeran is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's a pop star is my understanding. And... Um, because I'm so disconnected from pop culture, I occasionally use a streaming service to be like, Top 40 Hits Australia or something like that because, look, I'm interested in rap music and I do my best to stay on top of that. But, you know, just to be on top of the zeitgeist, I like to figure out what's going on. And this song comes on by this guy, Ed Sheeran, who I've since found out has the same hair colour as my daughter, so I feel very protective of him. Um, this song comes on and it's called... Uh, shape of you and immediately I'm like oh wow this is really sexy this is really cool this is really sort of sparse this is this is a really cool song I'm I'm really into this and so I save it to a to a, to a playlist that I regularly return to um, which is mostly Stormzy <laughs> <laughs> and and this Ed Sheeran song and so the next day I'm like oh yeah I'm gonna have to come back to that and I came back to it again and I was like oh yeah this is this is pretty cool this is yeah this is fine I, I can see why i got into this and with each subsequent listen things became um a little more sort of tinny i guess you'd say the, like the more I, the more i heard the song shape of you and it made me think of food aversions and acquiring tastes and this song was so immediate and accessible for me and and straight away i was like ding 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 this hits my pleasure centers yes 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 i love it i need nothing else but this but then when placed in a broader context of stormzy it sort of began to reveal itself as not bad but but as just sort of the result of music producers following culture up to a point and employing techniques that are now quite well worn. On behalf of everyone, I'm really <laughs> curious as to where this is going. The analogy is the toasted cheese sandwich we get as a child or the uh, plain cheese pizza that we put tomato sauce on or whatever it is, is that immediate ding, 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 shape of you, pleasure centre hit. And it's entirely possible for us to linger on that initial pleasure center hit and go, shape of you, don't need to hear another song, sexiest song I've ever heard, best song I've ever heard, that's all I need. But by, by taking a step outside or a step beyond that initial um, experience, you learn that there's more out there to be excited about. And you can still dance to Ed Sheeran, and I still will dance to Ed Sheeran um, if I ever socialize again in my life, which I hope to one day. 
But what I learned from that experience was a perspective on fussy eater. And it was a challenge to you, Shag, to say that fussy eaters are in the phase we've all been in, and that's fine, and you're in Ed Sheeran phase. And that's cool because it's a sexy song. It's a fun song. And yeah, I mean, isn't this a real culmination of all these musical techniques that, 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 that have now been refined to the point where they can just be excreted in the form of, a, of, of this really catchy song? And so, yes, like that song, but the reason I'm such a fan of what you're doing with this podcast and, and the reason I get so passionate about helping out and, you know, when we're socialising, eat this, eat this, is because there's more. And because an appreciation of the Ed Sheeran song or the toasted cheese sandwich or whatever analogy you want is better informed by an appreciation of what surrounds it. What a perfect analogy, especially considering we record this at FBI, uh, Sydney's best community radio station. Uh, quote me on that. <laughs> this is Fussy Eater, and we are going to be back with our guest, our next guest for episode three right after this. Is it Ed Sheeran? So we're joined in the studio by our guest for Fussy Eater for episode three she is uh the host of a podcast that comes from the blog of the same name which is also her media empire the unbearable lightness of being hungry she's also written for many publications around australia and reviewed basically every single restaurant in sydney so it's such a pleasure to have lee tran lamb on our podcast lee tran thank you so much thank you very much and yeah thank you for the donald trump style alternative facts that blow up <laughs> the true nature of my very small media impression but thank you very kind of you i'm really glad we have you on for this particular episode uh because you are a vegetarian and today's ingredient that i have such an aversion to is such a staple part of vegetarian diets the mushroom tell me about your relationship with the mushroom yeah um obviously a big fan because if you're not friends with mushrooms and you're a vegetarian you're pretty much screwed they're kind of the hero ingredient that are thrown in in place of meat often like as in exhibit a which i've brought in today which is the mushroom burger from mary's there's a big fat mushroom slung in there instead of a hamburger patty and lots of burger places that have sprung up around town from neil perry's burger project to a new place that's open in penrith run by these young guns who've worked at Key and Mama Fukusiebo and other renowned places, uh, they do this pulled mushroom burger with anaki uh, mushrooms, a bunch of other mushrooms, but they're, they're thrown with some smoked barbecue sauce. So mushrooms are pretty versatile, and that's why I'm pro-mushroom. I'm hoping I can convert you to my cause by the end of this podcast. Now, LTL, I know you'd be the last person to brag, but you've eaten a few veggie burgers in your time. Yes, I have. Um, and my understanding is that the Mary's veggie burger, um, the mushroom is you slow roast it in the oven, garlic and butter, and then you sort of refresh it on the hot plate. Is that right? Very close. Okay. Um, no butter. It's a garlic confit mushroom. I only know this because when I interviewed Jake Smythe from Mary's for my podcast, I was like, what makes this burger so awesome? Mm. And some people can be really cagey about uh, what is in their burger or what is in their key dish. But he's like, oh, I'll, I'll totally tell you. And he ran through every step. So he said, it's garlic confit mushroom, throws in like a garlic herb oil. The key is that you cook the mushroom first and let it kind of like bathe in its mm. like 
juicy mushroom stock. And then I think you cook it again on the grill when you make the yep. burger. And it goes really well with that American cheese and the 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 classic uh, Mary sauce. But he said the key is like heaps of seasoning. Like you just like salt and pepper the hell out of it. Um, but not too much. So it's just like basically a, a clump of salt. So if we press shag a bit. Shag, you just like mushrooms. Now, mushrooms are a many splendid thing. You can have stringy, tiny little ones. You can have bland, little buttony ones. You can have big fish gill, yellow, rich flavoured ones. I don't even know if we're throwing truffles in there. You can have snow fungus and, and all these different sorts of things. Raw, cooked, cooked fast, cooked slow, stirred into sauce. Is it the entire range of mushrooms? It's every single one. I'll, I'll tell you what. Wow. So, and that's the thing, you know, these food aversions, they are psychological. But first of all, the texture in general, I've never enjoyed, which is why I'm super scared about this. Because Do you mean the snap of a hide. fresh mushroom or do you mean the slow oozing ease? Yeah, of I mean the slow mushroom? oozing ease. It feels like I'm biting into a doona or something. I don't quite like that. So that's number one. Number mm. two, I don't like the kind of vague taste of them, really. Even though they don't really have much of a taste, I don't like what's there. But number three, I don't like the fact that they're fungus. That <laughs> freaks me out. I don't like that. I can eat most things, but fungus, I'm just like, ooh. But you've probably had, I don't know, have you had like sake? Have I you? have. Yeah, sake is basically made with spores. Okay. Same thing. Well, you so ruined bread. sake for me now, too. And you ruined bread for <laughs> bread. me now. Thank you. You ruined everything for Yogurt, me. amazing. No, look, so, I mean, if, if I was going to, like, narrow it down to why I've always avoided it, I think those three things are key. But it's, it's, fu it's especially funny when you list out all those different types of mushrooms and I just say no to every single one on principle. So today's really interesting. Now, the point of Fussy Eater has always been that we bring in a type of food that celebrates that food. So whatever the version of that food is, it really celebrates it. The flavor and the texture don't have anywhere to hide, but it does it in the best possible way. Now, Lee Tramp, having been friends with you for ages and hearing about how many times you've had a Mary's Burger on the way home late at night, I absolutely understand your love of these and I'm super, like, I'm kind of excited to do this. Peach, how do you feel about the idea of the patty substitution with a big mushroom fairly excited i think when we grew up the idea of a veggie burger was a reconstituted uh, fairly glutinous patty with crumbs on the outside and, and that's not exciting nor is it very exciting to think about some sauteed mushroom a clump of sauteed mushrooms plomped into a sandwich i find the idea of a big juicy garlicky salty mushroom with some cheese and sauce really exciting and um, the way I found out about the cooking technique was listening to Lee Tran's podcast. And I've been excited since then and am now embarrassed that I got the details wrong. <laughs> but we're about to find out, Gooey, what you think. All right, well, Lee Tran, we called you Deliveroo earlier today. What you've done is very kindly bring burgers to the studio from Mary's, as we've been discussing. And we're just going to take a look at what we've got here. Well, what do we have, LTL? So we have the mushroom... As we've discussed, but it's a pretty simple uh, makeup of the burger that you've got the American style cheese, mm. the Mary sauce, the lettuce, mm. and that's basically it. Yeah, get into uh, it. Now, I've got to say, looking at this, this looks and smells like the normal Mary burger I've had many times before. Huh. 
That's a good sign. Mm. This can be your mushroom gateway. All right, Peach, what are your thoughts? Um, Look, Mary's sauce is extremely good. And I'd only ever had Mary's cheeseburgers for about a year and a half because I was confident they couldn't be improved. So I'm not going to go to some restaurant and order the second best burger. One day I got the Mary's burger with the Mary's sauce and was like, oh, this is even better than the cheeseburger. So I've come around to Mary's sauce, so put that on anything that's perfect. But this is really, really excellent for for the reasons we like Mary's for. I mean... We've talked about the sauce. Um, the bun is bun is perfectly yielding. The American cheese fits in beautifully, and uh, the real the real test is that mushroom. There's a nice pleasing resistance and a real savoury sort of chew to it. I, I think it's lovely. LTO, what do you reckon? Oh, obviously, as someone who has had this ten thousand times, uh, I'm a big fan. I think only once or twice I've had it, and it's been a bit too over salted. But I think they've got gone this right. Uh, you know, the strike rate's mm. pretty good. Mm. And I think, it's, as you say, it's a whole mix. You know, Mary's famously has its own buns that they get bread top to make to their specification. I thought they were still on the broad bread top buns. No, they've now, they've now given them the No, they're, they're like, this is how you make a Mary's bun. To the point that other people try and order that bun as if ordering the... Mary's bun means your burger's going to be as awesome as Mary's. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's a general squishiness of everything mm. going together, oozing together the cheese with the super savoury Mary's sauce and the mushroom just kind of mm. getting in there and being this big flavour party. It's fantastic. Now, Shags, he has unwrapped his burger to his credit. Shag, <laughs> Shag, how are you feeling? What's going on through your head? So this is what's so funny about this podcast. The first one was tough because I had to eat a slice of frittata, but it wasn't a very big slice. Last episode, even though I can't, like, olives was tough. I only had to eat six olives. Right now, I have to eat an entire burger mm. where the star is a mushroom. So I'm going to take my first bite right now. I'm mm. just going to, like we've done in the past, I mm. realize it's a psychological thing. I just, oh. I just have to do it. I just mm. have to dive right in. Do you want me to sing Shape of You while we do it? Because <laughs> I've sort of forgotten the words. Now, the thing I expected with this podcast, LTL, is that if it was psychological, I was always expecting Shag to gag. I was always expecting him to do that. Sort of like, oh, I don't like it. But he's already finished one bite and is going in for the second. It's a pretty big bite. I'm very impressed. It's funny That's because... That's a mega bite. Yeah. Oh, he's in pain now. And he's got a lot of the burger to go. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> What's your verdict? What's your two-bite verdict uh, so far? I don't think we... Do you want your momentum interrupted, Gooey? So, so my first bite, mm. this, and this, I think this is the first time I've I've spoken mid meal. Mm. First bite, I think I just tasted like Mary's cheese yeah. and sauce. Mm. Now I'm encountering the mushroom, and this is where it gets tough. Mm. Um, mushrooms are just they're just strange, and I'm I I I'll, I'll get there, and I want to, and that's the point of this podcast. But at the moment, mm. there's just something about their color and the way they feel in my mouth. Is it is it about the colour of the various different colours of mushrooms that really mm. that really get to you? Yeah, no, I can understand having a problem with that. But <laughs> like it. meat's a weird colour. Mm. Meat's weird and slimy. But we don't all have to hate meat so much. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to tell you guys since since episode one, we've got two new chickens, and their names are Frittata and Sunnyside, names that we flagged from that episode. Oh, that's so adorable. Yeah, but they're real jerk, shitty chickens. They just, <laughs> and, and they're literally shitty as well. They're, they're, they're terrible. Don't you need that for your grass? Sorry. No, no, they no. They do it on the deck. It's oh. tough to clean. <laughs> that's a waste. Shag's two-thirds through. Shag, how are you wow. feeling? Wow. It's like... I'm going to get my chips. It's really mm. weird yeah. and juicy. 
Is yeah. this is this how all mushrooms usually are? When cooked this way. Yeah. When cooked well. Want a chip to help you out? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I can do this. I can do this. You do really well. You're doing. You're going faster than me. Yeah. I'm just trying not to make a mess all over the studio where technically we're not meant to eat at all. <laughs> well, Pooch, can I ask Chips you? are excellent. It was your first um, shroom burger from Mary's. Mm. Would you order it again? I think I would with an extra patty. That's the thing I was thinking of. Like because, a meat patty? Yeah. So I've had the chicken burger with an extra meat patty before because someone recommended that to me and that was fairly good. Um... But I think this, that was very, very nice. And I would have it with a meat patty. Or perhaps I would have it with bacon. Or perhaps I would have it just that again. I thought that was excellent. Marginally worse than a Mary's burger, but a very small margin. I thought it was excellent. It was delicious. Apparently a lot of people do order it with a bit of, a bit yeah. of bacon. Which is It's funny. a good idea. Yeah, I mean, it's an excellent burger. It's really I good. Mean, the idea, the mythology that's surrounded around Jake... I went on holidays, ate a few burgers, came back, and the genius came to reside in me. I find a little difficult to take because he's obviously brilliant. And the idea that it was sort of a two-month, three-month jaunt that he's like, oh, okay, I've learned all the information I need to learn, I find a bit difficult to take because he's, I mean, this is pretty exceptional and takes a pretty high degree of expertise and experience. I mean, it's an amazing place. I think it also is a testament to the fact he was a vegetarian for four years and he was a vegan oh. for two years. So oh. I think he's not going to go, let's just have a shitty veggie option. Mm. Like, I think he's one of those people who thinks the vegetarian option has to be as good, if not better. How much of Shag's burger do you think he's, he's got left, LTL? What do you reckon? Oh, I can hardly see. I, I see mostly wrapper, so that's a good sign. Oh, you're you done? Wow, you made it. I'm impressed. Shag's pudding. He's wiping his face. Shag, how are you feeling? That was easily the most difficult and most confronting. Wow. He says this every time. Don't worry about it, Luke. It's always the worst one. He's always like, I thought that was the worst one. I know there are lots of people. I speak to people all the time who don't like mushrooms. It's like, no, you don't. A, peach, it's a no, thing. no, you don't. Peach, it is a thing. Like, I've never met anyone else who didn't like a mushroom. Oh come on, there's heaps of them nah. out there. No, oh, none of them are over four. <laughs> it's there's so much mushroom in there, and the, the thing that I wasn't expecting, I was kind of expecting it to just be a thing that's in the middle of the burger as a way to like carry the flavors of the cheese and everything. But mushrooms have a very strong, very singular taste. Mm. And especially in that one, it was hard to run from. Kind of weird, like something something close to an eggplant, but not quite. But you knew hate eggplant, so I guess it's <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's fair enough. So Shag LTL, we've had problems in the past trying to condense some sort of finding in this. My my view is that fussy eating is essentially a nonsense overhang from being sort of yeah, arrested development, so, sort of developmentally stunted. Shag, for whatever reason, has missed a crucial step in developing a palate that can eat grown-up food. And so my expectation was that this podcast would be him slowly, the scales falling off his eyes and being like, oh, yeah, okay, I, I admit it, it's all yum, fine. And so we've been trying to press towards a conclusion, a question we can ask Shag of, are you still a fussy eater about mushrooms or... or how will you approach um, the next mushroom burger that's presented to you? So, Shag, how do you feel about mushrooms, bro? 
I gotta say, and you know, one of the things we've talked about already is the fact that it's not going to be just you try it once and you're okay with it. As Jeffrey Steingarten discovered, it takes a little while before you know you get to that thing. I'm really surprised that I think mushrooms are going to be the hardest thing for me to get over. I thought I thought it was going to be olives. I also thought it was going to be eggs. <laughs> you think it's going to be whatever the thing is at the time. <laughs> but I, that was, I feel like, don't get me wrong. It's like, I love Mary's. I love everything they do. And I think... Including their mushroom burgers. In a, in, a, in a way for them to present a mushroom for someone who like doesn't eat them and has such a psychological block about them. It's like, I got through that. And it's there was some, like, all the things that weren't mushroom tasted delicious. But it's like, then the mushroom came back. So I think mushroom's going to be really difficult. And I'm curious if either of you have any ideas, what's the next thing I should try with mushrooms in it? Ah. I think you should try another mushroom burger. You should try the one at Burgerhead, which is the pulled mushrooms, where it's so smothered in this smoky barbecue sauce. Like, you can inhale the barbecue sauce because it's so smoky and savoury. So I reckon... Because that's such a strong gateway flavour, it might woo you in. And I guess maybe because it's not one massive mushroom but lots of itty-bitty mushrooms, maybe that might be easier for you to endure. I'm not sure if mum's going to listen to this podcast after I ratted her out so badly (laughs) in an earlier episode. Um, But if she does, then she'll make you a mushroom pasta that's mushrooms and cream and bacon and cheese and pasta and because she puts in um what are the stringy ones ltl anoki mushrooms that are cooked they're sort of a really pleasing pasta and then the sort of resistance of an anoki mushroom through there that's nice and sort of cheesy and stocky and stuff so she'll send you a care package of that adele will adele knock it together my mum's mushroom pasta i reckon all right so interesting one i kind of thought after episode two that this was going to be this super amazing just rise to the top like you say it was going to be easy we were going to get through this hmm. but I you're think, getting worse actually i think on reflection yeah this is this is i think this is going to be a long journey like, <laughs> can i trust. maybe suggest like maybe a third contestant for the mushroom <gasps> overcoming yeah. yeah no please because with the um mary's mushroom burger i think part of your problem was the size of the mushroom and if they ever make it again at mama fuku they have that tiny shiitake bun instead of the pork bun. So that's not big. And also shiitake is kind of like, if you think of mushrooms as a boy band, shiitake is like the Justin Timberlake. <laughs> so I think if anything's going to get you, maybe it'll be a shiitake mushroom. Isn't lovely guy whose name is Paul, whose surname I've now forgotten. Paul Carmichael? Yeah. Um, isn't, isn't it now like an awesome like, Barbadian street food restaurant? Yeah, it does have more of that, um, I guess, tropical flavour to it. But if by any random chance you happen to, or you could probably make a version of it, there's probably some... If you weren't so lazy or averse to mushrooms, Shag would have done it already. (laughs) All right. That's good advice from everybody. Um, That's mushrooms. Like I said, quite difficult, but I'm looking forward to my next attempts at them on uh, future Fussy Eaters featuring mushrooms. Lee Tran, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks, LTL. And we'll see you next time. This was produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. FBIRadio.com. 